What's up, everybody? Welcome to Vikings Final Prep Season Finale, regular season finale edition. I'm your host, Cy Amundsen, in studio with Chris Corso from thevikings.com. As we get you guys all caught up on all the sound you missed this week from the Minnesota Vikings as we prepare to take on the Chicago Bears at U.S. Bank Stadium this Sunday in the season finale. And Chris, I think... Unfortunately, early in the season when I looked at this game, I looked at it as uh, one that was likely going to have a great deal of meaning for us, and that is not the case. Yeah, last year it was one that had a lot of meaning for us, and that's why you wanted to get them back after that loss in the last game of the season at U.S. Bank Stadium. That is not the case. The Bears are mathematically eliminated from the playoffs, and we are in the sixth seed, and we are not moving. No matter what happens. And I think on top of, uh, you know, you want to play meaningful games late in the season, to me, what I was kind of hoping for this game was that it would be, you know, kind of the improvement test. Because the Bears are, no matter what's going on with the Chicago Bears, they're always a difficult team for the Vikings. They're just The matchup is tough for us. You know, last year they had nothing to play for going into the playoffs. We had everything to play for, and they put one on us. They just, regardless of the type of team they were, they gave us fits early in the season. So I kind of looked at it as like, that's where we were early in the season. And I'd like to see how we performed against that team as we were rolling into the playoffs, maybe as kind of a, hey, we were here, now we're here, uh, just basically an improvement test. Uh, we're not going to see that, I assume, uh, like, like we said. I don't know that it'll be treated as a full bye week for the team, but I think the organization will be very smart with how they approach things. The only thing that's up in the air is who the Vikings could possibly play because this three seed at this point could be Green Bay, New Orleans, or even San Francisco. San Francisco is a is a long shot. It could fall anywhere in that spectrum. What is your ideal playoff picture? Because mine is, now that we know we're in the sixth, my hope is that the Seahawks beat the 49ers. Yes. I would like to see them beat the— Oh, my the, God, we're agreeing. I would like—it doesn't happen very often, <laughs> It Chris. does not. I would like to see the Seahawks beat the 49ers on Sunday Night Football, which gives us— a first-round game in Seattle, a team that we just played and a team that we can compete with. And then I'd like to see the Packers win their game. As much as I would like to see them lose by 100 points to the Lions, I, I have to root for them to win because I would love to take on Seattle in that first round and then go to Green Bay and try to get one back. Go to Green Bay healthy and try to get one back. And also, that puts in, let me be crazy here, Chris, let's put the Saints on the other side of the bracket. Let's talk redemption tour to the Super Bowl. I know coming off of what happened in Monday, I don't really get to talk Super Bowl and, and playoff run and all those things. But if we're healthy, let's go get one in Seattle. Avenge the Blair Walsh loss. Let's go get one in Green Bay. Avenge our entire existence. And then let's go get one in New Orleans and avenge the Favre championship game. That would be one of the most storybook runs uh, in the history of sports, and I would love every second of it. Sai, let's run through the what has to happen for us to play each team. The Vikings will go to Green Bay if the Packers lose in this last week of the season. They're playing the Lions, 
So that's probably not going to happen. And as we said, the Vikings will go to Seattle if the Packers, Saints, and Seahawks win, which are all likely scenarios. The Seahawks will be playing the 49ers on Sunday Night Football. So Vikings fans, keep your eye on that game because if Seattle wins, the Vikings most likely will be heading to Seattle for the first game of the playoffs. All that playoff discussion aside, I, we do have to acknowledge it was a rough game on Monday. It's it's probably hard for Viking fans to watch that game and then hear us go, what if we went to the Super Bowl? Obviously, we need to focus on what happened in that game and what we need to do moving forward to get things on track. And let's start there with offensive coordinator Kevin Stefanski, who discussed uh, the offensive struggles and the Chicago plan. Big challenge this week with Chicago coming into our building. Uh, a very good defense statistically. The personnel is outstanding across the board at every level. With Khalil and, and Leonard Floyd, the, the corners, the safeties. I know they have a couple uh, backup linebackers, but pl- guys that we have played, number 44, who are really good football players. So big challenge, and I think our guys are going to be ready for the task. Kevin, on uh, Monday night during the halftime interview, Lisa Salters, she said that Mike Zimmer had said that in the first half at least, Kirk didn't get the ball out fast enough. What sort of issue was that uh, Monday night? I think there's a a bunch of things when when you look back that uh, we could have done better, and I'll start with myself, that I could have done better. So those are things that when we get back in here on Tuesday, we identify them, we correct them, and move on. But uh, a, a host of things, but it would start with me. You talk about starting with you. You talk about just the game plan or the play calling or all. all of just in general. I mean, anytime we don't contribute in a meaningful way to go get a win, you know, it's my job to put our guys in position to go make a play and succeed. So I'm always going to be introspective in that regard. And I think our players, to their credit, also say, what could we have done better? So I think that was a really good uh, conversation that we had on Tuesday. And, and as we move into this week, you identify those things, you talk about what you would do differently the next time, but then we got to move on because we have a game come out up here versus Chicago. Yeah, was Sunday, how did this happen in that? I mean, the offense has been humming along pretty good, and then for it to happen in a key late-season game. Yeah, I think we need to uh, look at the game uh, critically, and I think you have to do that whether it was in week one or week ten, and it, you know, from that standpoint, because in this league it's uh, about that week so obviously coming off of a loss uh, where offensively I'm speaking now where we didn't do enough to help the team win certainly it's something that we need to own and and find out uh, get to the bottom of and then really just have to move forward at what level are we going to see viking starters and key players out on the field and at what level do you i mean this is one of the toughest decisions to make for a coach down the stretch whether when you have a game that is technically meaningless do you want to sacrifice rhythm for health do you want to do you, like in our situation where we just played poorly can you build momentum in a meaningless game it's it's got to be a really really tough thing for a coach to deal with. And then on top of that, the Vikings, unfortunately, uh, their injury report grew a little bit uh, in that Packer game. Where are we standing with some of these guys? Yes, uh, the only Viking who did not practice all week was linebacker Eric Kendricks, who was battling a quad injury. He has been ruled out for Sunday's game. Running back Dalvin Cook is battling his shoulder injury. He is also still ruled out on Sunday. On the questionable list, it's Alexander Madison with that ankle injury, safety Jaron Curse 
with a foot, and cornerback Mackenzie Alexander was added on Friday to the injury report. He is also questionable for the Vikings. One guy that a lot of people are still worried about is Adam Thielen, who uh, no catches on Monday night, and some people were curious if there was some thing lingering with his hamstring. Uh, let's hear from Adam on that issue. Well, Adam, what did you learn from what happened on Monday night? Um, there's a lot of things to learn. Obviously, the first thing you do after a game like that is um, you look at the tape. Um, you replay it about 100 times laying in bed after the game um, and just try to figure out you know, what you could have done better and, um, and then try to now come out here this week and work on those things and, and try to move forward. Obviously, uh, it's, it's really tough to move forward after a you know, blowout win and a bad loss. So um, those are the toughest times to move forward. But uh, you have to do it. You have to learn from e- either one and, uh, like I said, move forward as fast as possible. Surprised at how much the offense stalled after it had been humming along so well since week five. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, anytime you you um, you know have a performance like that, yeah, you're surprised because you put all that work in, whether it be you know not not just OCA's training camp, all that, but uh, that week of preparation, you put all that in, and then to not you know have a great performance is yeah, it's it's surprising, it's it's frustrating, what have you. But uh, at the end of the day, it's the NFL, and you're going to have days like that, and and it's how you respond to a day like that. Uh, not getting any receptions the other night. Um, why do you think that happened? And is any part of the hamstring injury still slowing you down at all? Was not, had nothing to do with the hamstring injury. No, I felt, I felt great out there. Um, you know, just uh, had a few opportunities. I didn't make the plays. And, um, you know, the rest is, is out of my control. The Bears' uh, defense has been tough to crack, you know, this year, last year even. Um, how much sort of value is there in, in as an offense just to kind of be able to figure out how to attack them better even though in a game you don't necessarily need to win just yeah no I mean that's a great point I think uh, whenever you come off a tough loss and even if we didn't have that tough loss um, it's a great opportunity to get better uh, to play a really good defense that um, when you get to the playoffs everyone's going to have a good defense so um, it's just another great opportunity to get better uh, learn um, and, and hopefully use that this next week to just like we've used every other week to get better and move forward and get ready for the playoffs. How long does it take to get over a game when it's like that? Or is it 20 years from now you'll still be thinking about plays that could have happened? Uh, definitely will not be thinking about it in 20 years, but uh, uh, definitely uh, um, a couple days. You know, once you get back on the field, you start working again, um, you, you forget about it, but uh, that that those couple of days when you you're, you're you know recovering and uh, you don't have much going on, uh, you're thinking about it constantly of, of what you could have done better, and, and you kind of overplay it over and over and over, but um, which can be frustrating. But at the same time, um, it's good because you learn from it. You, you try to figure out what you could have done better and, and apply it when you get back on the field, and um, hopefully have a d- little bit different attitude when you get back on the field. I think the the main thing you take away from that and the thing you have to feel good about is he is the the health thing. You know, uh, this team, despite what happened, if they get healthy and they get right, they are a dangerous team. So let's go from uh, one star wide receiver to the other as uh, Stefan Diggs had uh, a few things. Now, he, he had a different game. You know, he, he really made some plays and some of the only plays in Monday night's game, but he also knows the importance of bouncing back. I'd like to be able to put together a better offense showing against the Bears, considering how tough their defense has been for you last week? Uh, I would love that, just considering the fact that, you know, we've played them these past two years and their defense has been a lot better than them. In the past, they always put up a good fight anyways, you know. Now they're playing at another level. They have some great some great guys on defense, so winning is always good. 
this, if you guys are out there as starters, help you build momentum heading into the playoffs given the fact you're playing against that defense? Uh, just continuing to stay on point and, you know, um, on track on where we want to go offensively and kind of continue to build build that momentum. And, you know, it's kind of like you take you take some time off, you, like, lose a couple of steps on timing or however, however you dress it up. But just kind of stay accurate and stay uh, stay on point. Adam's kind of uh, still kind of getting his rhythm back. If you've been out for a long time, how long does that usually take for someone? If you're out for four or five games, how long does that really take to get your rhythm back? I've never been out for four or five games, so I don't really know 100%, but I've been out for a couple, and it usually, I mean, it doesn't take, it's not necessarily like catching the rhythm back because he's still the same guy. It's just like, you know, you kind of like, uh, you haven't been out there in a while, but just kind of like taking what the defense gives you. I've been out there for a while, and I'm, as far as like, I only caught a couple of passes a game, so it's not it hasn't been that many. So um, as far as like, just kind of like getting back in the groove, you kind of just got to take what the defense will give you at this point. Take any longer to get over Monday night than a normal loss? Just uh, not really, because you know we we back at practice and we still got a we got a new game to worry about. But you know, I hate I hate losing. I hate losing in that Mariners, especially on a um, late in the season big game. But got to bounce back. That was Stefan Diggs. We will be back here with more Vikings final prep. Before we go, get ready for kickoff all season long with Vikings Blend at Caribou Coffee. 10% of all proceeds go back to University of Minnesota Masonics Children's Hospital. Purchase in-store today or at cariboucoffee.com. Welcome back to Vikings Final Prep. Hey, the Minnesota Vikings mascot, Victor, has lost his mustache and he needs help finding it in his new children's book, Where's Victor's Mustache? Join him on an A to Z voyage through Minnesota as you help him find his mustache. Buy the book today at any Vikings locker room store or at vikings.com slash mustache. And Chris... Now it's time to hear from the man himself. Let's get you into Mike Zimmer's Friday Presser. We're excited to get back to U.S. Bank Stadium, uh, end the season on a good note against a good Bears team, and uh, get our crowd into it and play good football this, this Sunday at noon. Mike, uh, how, how tough was it for Mike Hughes to not have a training camp, and how far has he come since he first uh, returned? Uh, and that's a long-term question. I gotta think back. Um, you know, I think you know he's he's a he's a very conscientious kid, and he, for him to miss that time, obviously was was big OTAs as well. But um, you know, he's very conscientious. He asks a lot of questions. He wants to be uh, really detailed about his work, and he continues to be that way each and every day. So. Um, you know, I feel like he he he's feeling much better with it. Uh, you know, but I think he's still um, asking a lot of questions about you know what he should be doing and how he should be doing it and things like that. You obviously know Cordell Patterson as well as anyone. What are some of the traits that make him such a dangerous kickoff returner? He's got great speed. He's got great size. Runs real hard. Um, really physical runner. Uh, can really accelerate through the creases. Yeah, Eric's done a great job. Um, you know, he's he's a smart guy. He can he can do a lot of things. Uh, he's he's pretty good at blitzing. He's he's pretty good at in coverage. 
Um, you know, I think he's done a nice job playing the run, but uh, you know, he's he continually every year takes takes a little bit uh, bigger step. Will Sean Mannion start a quarterback on Sunday? I don't know. in your career where you're having to consider some things that maybe you haven't in, in years past? Yeah, um, you know, it's it's always a catch-22 because you always want to go out and you always want to play well. Um, you know, these guys like to play and then, uh, you know, you don't want to get anybody hurt. You don't want, you know, you want to start focusing on, uh, you know, what we, the new season that's coming up here in a week. So. Um, you know, there's been a lot of um, consternation, I guess, on trying to figure everything out. Doing a story, and Alex Boone has a local radio show in town. Were you Good aware? for him. Uh, were you no, aware of that? Have you ever listened to it or anything like that? No. Okay. I mean, he only played one year for you guys. Why do you think it didn't maybe work out as well as it hoped? I'm not going to talk about Alex Boone or anybody else. I'm going to talk about this game and these players, so. Like when you're trying to figure out how much to play backups, it's like it's not like a preseason game because you don't have a 90-man roster. How much more difficult does that make it when you don't have that many players to call on in these types yeah, of Yeah, it makes, it makes it difficult because, again, uh, you know, you're trying to be smart with them. You're trying to, uh, but again, You know, you don't have the full complement, and you know when when the score is up on the board, it matters. So, uh, all those things are considerations. There's your head coach, and now Chris, let's close out this season finale edition of Final Prep with winning formula from Vikings game plan. Let's talk to the guys who watch and analyze the game as they break down a lot of the stuff we talked about today on the show. Paul Allen. Pete Bursich, and Ron Johnson on Winning Formula. You know, we recognize within the last week there was a beatdown, a border battle beatdown. Didn't go the way of the Vikings, but they still have 10 wins. They closed the regular season with the ever-beatable Chicago Bears. Then we have the playoffs around the corner. Much more on that coming up later. So, Ron, overall, it's been a positive season. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, they're in the playoffs, and so that's the key. The key is going to the playoffs. So you got that done. Now you just have to get everybody healthy going forward. Mike Zimmer's done a good job. Stefanski in his first year with Kubiak looks great. The outside zone run has been working. The whole Dalvin Cook two tight end bit, that works. So I think overall it's good. Yes, there's been some negative moments. There's been some down times, but at the end of the day, You could be the Bears and you could be going home. So you get to play one more week and then the fate's in your hands from there. So I think that's a successful season. You know, I think from a fashionista standpoint, the best way to put it is the Chargers game was Ron's ascot and the Packers game was my makeshift turtleneck underneath a hammer made suit. (laughs) Pete Bursich, analyst, Vikings Radio Network. Speaking of the Chargers game or the border battle, just the whole thing. It's you, you call all the games, man. Yeah. You you know more about this than us. It's been a very good season. No, it has. And you go back and you look at how things were going into the season where we had all these questions in the kicking game. Well, those things, you know, those things were solved. We didn't know how our offensive line was going to gel. You know, we had a bunch of rookies or at least a number of rookies that we were sprinkling in that we were concerned about. Uh, those guys, I think, have all performed very, very well. So I think 
when you step back and you look at the big question marks coming into the season, yeah. a lot of those were answered. Dalvin Cook never had a whole entire healthy season. You know, all those things were big question marks, and they were all answered. So I think this this next layer, then you know, getting into the playoffs, that it, it it's building upon what we've already seen this year. That's going to do it for us here on Vikings Final Prep. We're going to have at least one more Final Prep and hopefully a few more Final Preps as we go through the playoffs. Remember, this weekend, how to watch. If you're watching it on broadcast television, Fox, which is KMSP Fox 9 in the Twin Cities, kickoff is noon, play-by-play. Dick Stockton, analyst Mark Schlereth, and the sideline reporter is Jen Hale. But I personally think you should listen to it here on local radio, which is KFAN, 100.3 KTALK, 11.30 AM in Minneapolis-St. Paul. Play-by-play is the guy you just heard. PA analyst is the guy you just heard, Pete Bursich. Sideline reporters, Greg Coleman and the stupid, handsome Ben Lieber. Remember, the radio pregame show starts at 10 AM Central Time with Mike Musman And Chris, as we get out of here, what's the one thing you're looking for in this Chicago game as we walk forward. Yeah, it's tough to really look for one big thing in a game that doesn't mean anything, but um, my biggest thing is that the Vikings' offensive line, whether it's backups, whether it's starters, who's ever in there, I want to see them be able to protect the quarterback and also get the run game going in this game. No matter who's on the field, no matter what's going on, let's do those two things so we can have that going into the playoffs. Yeah, I think that's a great point, and I'm going to double down on that because regardless, I almost want to see the offense at uh, less than full. Like, if Cook doesn't play again, if Madison doesn't play, I'd like to see the offensive lineman against another good defense have a shot at putting together a, a better game as we walk into the playoffs. Because like you said, it's at this point in the season, how much of this is a bounce back, how much of it is fixing things, how much of it was just what it was. But I think for those guys, if nothing else, to have a little bit better of a game going into the playoffs, maybe in similar circumstances, yep. could be a big confidence builder. So that'll do it for us here on Vikings Final Prep. Enjoy the game on Sunday, and we will see you next week as we prepare for a playoff game, Chris.